good morning. Today, this on Coffee Company, we're going to be talking about Labor Day plans. Oh, or lack thereof. As well as some summer highlights and things like that. Like, what did you learn over the summer? Or what is, what was your biggest, proudest moment? You know, whether it was yours or your kids or whatever. I love hearing those ahas. I love hearing those wonderful moments, those memory moments, you know, things that you, you don't soon want to forget, you know. Maybe even your best picture, maybe even your best, best you know, photograph that you that you had. So I don't know if you can post those on these on here or not. I don't think so, the photos. But anyways, so share those with us. We, It's so cool to see all the, the positive things that are going on. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I know that, you know, a few of you are coming on. Good morning, everybody. And as you come in, say good morning, say hi. And what was your highlight for the summer? Right? What was your highlight? What did you do? Where did you go? Something you accomplished? Something you learned? All that kind of good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So cool stuff. So I'll start. June and July were busy as hell for me. And that's okay. That's okay because I know that things slow down as the holidays come come along and that's that's absolutely fine. This just the regular cycle of of someone who's self-employed and service based, yeah. And although I did have when was Amazon Prime Day? That was kind of fun. I had my own little Amazon Prime. So, if you're not aware, in January, right after Christmas, I know, shitty timing, but in January, I do a special where you can get um, discounts on readings. You can purchase as many as you want at the discounted price, and it's like $25 off, so that's pretty good, which is nice, absolutely nice. And then also, I did an Amazon Prime day where you could do the same. So about twice a year I offer the discounts. Those are always fun. It's not about, it's just about offering you an option. Then of course the big thing for the summer was me having surgery and taking time for myself. And I'm glad I took a month. That was, that was nice. You know, of course, as a self-employed person, you know, you're never off, right? You always have to answer phones and emails and do your billing. And so you're never really off work. But I gave myself the mental downtime and the physical downtime to allow my body to repair itself. So thank you very much for your patience. So, yes, Andrea, taking more time for yourself. Yes, good morning, everybody. Hi, Herb. So share with us all these great things. So there's camping. Everybody, Some people did camping and some people just did some regular traveling and spending time with the family. And that's, that's so precious. I spent the last couple of days babysitting my four-year-old grandson. Whew. Yeah, he's a handful. Just busy, right? He's just busy. He's a four-year-old, and it's it's a good thing. Yep. Whoa, Renee started her Ph.D. studies. Oh, gosh. And also had a serious car accident. So, well, thank God for that. You survived. Yes. Thank God for that. So it's been a busy, eventful summer for you all. So thanks for chiming in today. So the Coffee and Company today is all about Labor Day plans. Like what are your plans to do? And of course, most people 
most people are like barbecue let's go swimming let's do picnicking or whatever and that's great or family reunions are great you know um, does anybody have any weird feelings or weird things that they're planning on doing you know there's there's two two or three parades by me that I know of and that's always fun so oh going to a wedding nice very nice I love that I love that there's always something to celebrate right there's always something to celebrate and very often if we're not looking at the positives or we're not doing something that is out of our ordinary sometimes we miss those cool things just because we take them in stride because it's something that's not too far out of our comfort zone or not too far out of our realm <clears throat> pardon me those cool things like going to Florida for Disney Halloween which is awesome or going to a wedding or something different just something different is what's what makes our lives exciting now granted the exciting can be positive or negative such as the car accident but it allows us to regroup and really understand what makes us tick as well as help us to understand what's really important in our lives mm -hmm. so there's different ways for the world the universe or whatever to go about doing that for you and again the positives versus negatives it still has the same theory I suppose the same impact upon us because those positives and negatives especially the negatives make us sit up and take notice of how of how how precious our lives are and how precious those around us are what about those of you who are avoiding family what about those of you who are estranged from your families intentional or unintentional what do you do on a holiday right you're off work theoretically right so most of you probably are off work let's say you're off work what do you do do you do the laundry and sometimes just doing things by rote or doing things that are habitual are very comforting or alternatively because it is a holiday throw the laundry in the basket and go to a park go to a beach go someplace that brings you peace that would be in my thing to go to the water the water is my I guess safety net so if you are unable to get together with your family there's always something to do always always don't do the laundry you need a holiday too you expect a holiday you're granted a holiday you've earned it so in this coming weekend which we have a couple days yet so, but some of you are already on that journey because you've taken an extra day how nice is that be safe of course in all that you do because sometimes people are so involved in their own stuff then that they're not really paying attention so just you know surround yourself with that bubble if you will be aware 
enjoy those who are around you, those situations around you. Because sometimes when we're in the midst of it, we're just enjoying it. And I'd like you to sit back and realize and feel that emotion. Feel how great it is. Like I'm sitting here amongst family and I feel such immense joy. And I want to remember that feeling because that's what life is all about. Right? So whether your joy is life amongst the parade or family members or a picnic or a barbecue or sitting by the beach alone or swinging on a swing or whatever your joy is. Give credit to the Creator because you're now in a situation in your life that you needed in that moment, in that very second. You're in that moment you needed. So, some people are going up north. Thank you, thank you. Good to see you guys too. <gasps> Tennessee, nice. I love Tennessee. Sherry, you know I love Tennessee. My husband and I, you know, whenever we... And we've done it many times. We've driven from Michigan to Florida. And when we get to Kentucky, we start feeling the vibe. I think we're more Kentucky than Tennessee, but right along the border, that's where we both feel that pull, whether it's a past life or whatever it is. But, like, damn, we both feel like we're home. So that's that's a great area. I love that area. Um, let's see. They're going up north. Yes, family reunion parties, classes. Oh, I love it. I love it having a little bit of a hangover from hearing stories about the family. <laughs> yes, need to clear and let go. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you need to avoid the family. Yep. Mm -hmm. You know, there's something along that line that I'm going to share with you. I learned long ago that before we're born, and probably even before our parents are born, we have like a contract with them. And the reason why is because we, we come in with karma. We come in with karmic lessons that we need to learn, whether it's patience or uh, higher education or whatever it is. So we choose our parents who will be the best bet to allow us to encompass and learn and kind of um, internalize all those karmic lessons so that we don't have to come back and do it again, hopefully, if we've learned it to the fullest. So we choose our parents for those as well as, and mind you, in all this comes uh, your parents' socioeconomic, your gender, your race, and so many different other factors, longitude, latitude, um, so many different factors that have to be, I guess, weighed so that you can maintain the, that or gain that karma. However, a lot of people think, well, why the hell would I have chosen that parent? They were a mean SOB or she was a raging narcissistic bitch or whatever, right? It's because you needed to learn the lesson from that. And more often than not, if you had one of those parents, it's how to be or how not to be. And if it's to learn how not to be, it could very well be that maybe you had those tendencies in a past life. So you're trying to learn from your parents how not to be that way. Hmm? Yeah. 
So, okay, so you learned that now. So we come in with karma involving our parents. We do not, however, and this is why I brought this up. We do not, however, have karma with our siblings or karma for our siblings. So before birth, for instance, we do not get together with our siblings and say, well, I'm going to learn this from you and that from you. No, you do not have karma with them coming into your life. Now, granted, you can create your karma. You can bite yourself or shoot yourself in the butt by doing something cruel or whatever to a sibling, yes. But that's not. But they don't have the same karmic pull or karmic load that a parent does, right? So if you have a, a sibling that is uh, difficult, let me say, you have no karma to them unless you yourself have done something to them that, that you regret. Um, even if you don't regret it, which you probably should if there was something that it was not quite kosher. But, again, you can create karma there. So be careful with that, yeah. So anyways, yeah, so you don't have... So if you decide to uh, separate from your siblings, so be it. And as well as with your parents, of course, you know, because just because um, you know, you've learned from your parents how not to be doesn't mean you have to repeatedly, uh, perpetually keep yourself in that negativity. Oh, so getting ready for a daughter's wedding. Yay! congratulations how fun craft shows I love craft shows I used to do craft shows before I was a medium full-time I was a full-time artist I painted murals and stuff like that and I did uh, artistic pieces I always try to use you know I did quite plenty of canvases but I try to use useful pieces yeah so I would paint on an antique or something like that so that was so much fun so I did that with my husband and, and my, my folks um, so going up north, yeah, so very good, very good. Yes, so good morning. So also with the coffee and company, I want to, what was the main thing today? The Labor Day, the Labor Day and the summer outcomes. Okay, so let's go now. Let's do the, let's do the, the psychic readings. Keep in mind, these are psychic readings. I'm not talking to your loved ones in spirit unless somebody actually makes an appearance, which they're not here. So look at past, present, and future, different situations that you're involved in. And I'll just randomly choose. And if I can possibly touch base upon what's coming through, then I will do that. If it's too personal or if I don't think it's appropriate for a group setting, then I'll leave that alone, okay? So just random right now. So if you'd like, I'm uh, wanting now to have you post your questions, your psychic questions only. And I'll randomly go through those. I am going to um, use an oracle deck today, just in case. First of all, um, when I do psychic readings, I always, 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 always use my gut first. That's, you know, your gut is something that you're born with because you're a mammal. And I know you've probably heard me say that a million times. But it's the truth. It's the truth. So using your gut, your gut instinct, is how I go about at least initiating your reading right so keep in mind that in this type of reading a psychic reading your answer may not be a cleat on to someone else's such as in mediumship as in the uh, mystical um, direction so keep that in mind okay so all right let's see andrea lynn career path
the first thing I'm getting, I do see a change for you, but I'm hearing hold off. So intuitively, um, I'm feeling, I felt the change. But then clairaudiently, I heard she needs to hold off. So you that probably tells you that you need to do a little bit more homework or maybe a lot more homework. All right. But also, I want you to look at the fact, and this is coming through totally gut instinct intuitively, that what I'm picking up is you need to look with true eyes at what your strengths are and what your weaknesses are. Now, I'm not telling you that you have to go back to what you always did, but maybe in a different workplace. I'm not telling you that. However, learn and understand those gifts and qualities that you learned through that job. Right? So it could be skills, yes. It could be skills. But it could also be different things going on in the background. So are there, for instance, um, just as an example, I was also um, an administrative assistant at one point, and I happened to be put in the same office as the marketing people. Guess who learned marketing? Right? So that's what I'm talking about. So look at those different things that you have on your plate, that you have in your skill set, in your toolbox that you can use. So try not to limit yourself. Open the door. And this is where I think the homework comes in. You need to understand where your strengths lie. Because I'm hearing for you, you may not be one of those people that needs a degree in a specific thing. Because if you have some training or a degree, that may be all you need. Let's see. Um, Carol, I'm interested in info on my health. For some reason, I'm getting some confusion here. So I don't know if it's head health or just some confusion as to like what the hell's going on. We don't know yet. One of the things I'm picking up for you. So you're, here's where I'm going to use some cards. So I know what I'm getting intuitively. But I'm looking for a little added direction from the cards. And what I'm seeing is there needs to be something. And I don't know, mind you, I do have to say with all the health information, all the mental health or physical health or legal health, I'm not a doctor. I'm not diagnosing. I'm not prescribing. I'm giving you intuitively and that's it. So you still need to man the, man the oars. All right. So what I'm picking up is that right now granted you may not be seeing or the doctors may not be seeing what's going on there however i do see that we need to find someone maybe a specialist possibly to fine tune and narrow down what's going on all right now when i'm what i'm seeing is it's almost like you're all over the place the analogy i'm getting spirits giving me mentally is that you have a horribly, horribly messy house, as an example. Clean one room at a time. Don't go all over the place doing one little bit because it'll never get done. And it'll always seem overwhelming. So clean one thing up. In other words, way out or, I guess, uh, release one possibility. Like, okay, we know it's not that. So, and then that means that that one room is cleaned. And then systematically go through your house in the same manner. All right. So look at that. Because right now I feel like I'm jumping from base to base and this isn't working. It's not working at all. However, now I am seeing probably if there is something there, which may be kind of weird, 
and I say that, I don't say weird like odd, but weird like we not, might not be able to pinpoint it. Something like a diagnosis of uh, occlusion, right? Or I, I don't know the word. Anyway, so a diagnosis of getting rid of stuff, like like maybe fibromyalgia, right? So you're diagnosed by everything that you don't have. Okay, so it might be something like that coming up, but I do get a sense that by the end of the year, you'll have some kind of answer, at least clarity. There you go. Okay, so let me scroll down a little bit. Let's see this one. How will my relationship be with my mother throughout the rest of the year? Ha, 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 ha. That comes from Ariel. Again, remember, you do have karma with her. You come in with karma with her. So there's a reason behind any difficulty or happiness. All right, there's a reason behind that. You came in to learn about that. So the best thing you can do if you feel like you're not complete in that or if you're not done with it is to dive into it. Dive into it to learn as much as you can about it. Now, you know, I don't know what's going on with your mom, but I do get a sense that there is something shifting. Can I, I feel like uh, I kind of bobbing back and forth. So there's something shifting there, and I do get a sense that. Now, pardon me if I'm wrong, but I also get a sense of some memory stuff or some, like she forgets facts whether it's intentional or unintentional. So you need to pay attention to that because there may be something physical going on with her that we need to look at. It, if possible, it might be a good idea to try to uh, ascertain whether that is in fact a fact. All right, so try that first, right? So good luck to you. Yeah, good luck to you. All right, let me go down a little bit more. So I'll go down this... I'll go down. See, I'm not watching. I'll go down, then I'll go back up. Um, Jeannie is my mother moving in with me. This is a hard one because I know Jeannie and I've talked to her about this before. That would not be a good idea. No, I know that might be completely different than does she need to. I'm hearing no. I am hearing no. So whether it's for your own mental health or whether she just refuses. It may come to pass where she needs to be in a... I almost want to say like an assisted type living or someplace like that or a senior housing or something like that where she's amongst friends. Because one of the, one of the difficulties I'm seeing that you possibly would be facing is that one, she's in a different place. So someone who's older, I'm assuming, someone who's older, is they're not good with moves, right? So giving up her house, giving up her, if she has still has friends that she's social with, putting her into a new place. And then if you and your husband are working, she's there alone, which is not good either. So then are you moving her to your house and then ultimately to a nursing home or... So it's just, it's just a really, it's a wonky situation. It's a wonky situation. So, and if that's the case, if you do wind up moving her to your home, it won't be for long. Pretty short-lived, I'm seeing. I just get a feeling like this would not be best for anyone involved. So, 
I'm sorry if that's not the answer you're looking for, but that's what I'm getting. So I leave you with that, sweetie. Okay. Let's see. Let me scroll down a little bit more. Um, Cheryl, husbands, handling husbands dementia. Oh boy, this is a toughie. You know, it's interesting, Cheryl, because I've seen a lot of that lately. They're like coming out of the woodwork, and I don't know what that's about. I have a couple theories. Because I'm hearing a lot of people are just are getting at all different ages, right? From in their 50s, early 50s, up into the 80s, of course. And to be honest with you, and this is a horrible thing to say, but maybe not so horrible. What I'm seeing is these people have all had the COVID vaccination. I'm seeing that. And I, you know, just in my own little world, in my own little practice... Over the last six months, I can't count how many people who are dealing with this. Between, you know, I don't know if you guys have been watching me for a while, but there's a huge call or huge um, issues with narcissism and dementia. So two different big, big um, challenges that the caregivers are facing or that victims are facing if you're involved in the narcissist so it's interesting how cyclical i'm seeing this and how prevalent this seems to be now so how to deal with it that's that's a totally different ball game so i've been in those situations not with my husband but with a parent and uncle and oh dementia is huge in my family and then even my sister now so i'm in those shoes i understand what you're going through um however i am also seeing that there's, there's a timeline there. You know, I don't know how far along your husband is in his journey or how quick it's gone. Um, but what I'm experiencing and what I'm hearing is that like all of a sudden one day they're like, they're there and just less and less lucid moments, which is, you could say that for about any dementia, but so just a thought. And if that's not the case with your husband, if he if he didn't get the vaccination or even if he um, started symptoms beforehand, then what I, th I think you're better off, to be honest with you, because I feel as though even though this might be challenging for you, it might be less confusing for him. Mm hmm. Now. So how to deal with this? There's a whole bunch of there's a whole bunch of city, county, statewide programs, and then um, also dealing with my sister who has dementia now. I have uh, awareness of new medications, like three in particular, new medications that they've come out with. Whether they'll look, whether they'll work for your husband's health or not, but that's it's worth looking into. All right. So, and I don't know where you'd go to a neuro, neurologist, maybe. Yeah, I'm assuming. So, check into that. Make sure he has a specialist or someone that specializes in dementia. And that's about all I can give you, unfortunately. So, for you, Cheryl, as a caregiver, God bless you, sweetie. It's a this is a tough, tough, hard road. Um, you may look into when it when it gets to a certain point, and it may be now. I don't know, but adult daycare, that kind of thing, just to give yourself five hours a week or a day a week where you can just sit down and detox. 
it's important for you to keep on going because otherwise you know the oxygen mask with this with their flight attendant yeah you're not going to serve anyone if you crash yeah so good luck to you sweetheart all right let's see here i just missed it. i think it was from sherry will my son and i fix our relationship mm, remember there's karma there there's karma there so what what do you need to learn as a co creator with your son so just because you're the parent now i'm sound like i'm attacking you but i'm not i'm not so just because you're the parent doesn't mean you're right and just because he might have a louder voice doesn't mean he's right the challenge here is for both of you to come through and realize what is this teaching me that's the biggest thing here because how do i get along with my son or how does he get along with me that puts someone in the loser's seat and then someone in the winner's seat and that's not where we need to go we need to come together as adults not parent child we need to come together as adults regardless of his age so he might be a teenager regardless of his age we need to both come together as adults and come to a mutual understanding that there's learned lessons here and that we don't have to get along all the time it's kind of like agreeing to disagree and if there are i guess there are moral things or um, things that really go against what you are all about then you need to take a hard look at separating yourself from this child and vice versa right so even though there's karma there we still need to be responsible for our own selves and our own body our own autonomy our own humility our own honor our own integrity because that's what it's all about and hopefully one day they'll come to the understanding that maybe they were 50 percent of the issue mm -hmm. so i leave that with you i'm gonna do one more let me scroll down a little bit more okay jenny lee will i be successful in doing daycare again yes but things need to change if it's your daycare look at what needs to change look at things that didn't work and either reframe them or leave them out altogether and that's called growth you know if, if your daycare closed down because of covid or whatever it is or or logistical things or financial whatever the reason look at what didn't work and then also look at what did do you need to limit the number of children do you need to add more of a classroom structure do you need to hire additional help which i'm hearing yes you do so don't be don't be uh don't be a skin flint is what i'm hearing don't be a skin flint um so yes yeah, so if you need to help help handling that it's almost uh, a certainty that you'll need help sooner rather than later because all of these kids that once went to the daycare i have little siblings so start putting it back out there but not until you get some of these little tweaks taken care of there's also something i'm feeling intuitively that there's something going on with licensure that you need to be aware of either you need to get relicensed or something something needs to be attended to 
whether it's with the house or the building or whatever, wherever you're going to be housing this, um, you will, and it's a good, if this is a good thing, so don't try to slide underneath the, the fence here, but make sure that um, things are right above board because you'd hate to get started and then get shut down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So good luck with you, Jenny Lee. So my children, thanks for tuning in to Coffee and Company. It was wonderful talking with you. Tune in. I don't know when. Ha! I never know when I'll have my face on. I never know. I never know when I'm going to get up and get off my ass and get out of my jammies. But today's the day. So lucky you. You logged in. So keep in mind, I do these whenever and whenever. But I do post a, uh, a post about 10, 15 minutes early. So just be aware of that. And also the Mystical Direction will be starting up two weeks. Which is about mediumship readings as well as... A uh, little class time, if you will. So, God bless you, everybody. Stay safe. Stay sane. Love you. Bye-bye.